With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You are listening to The Good News with Angie Austin. Find the podcast of past shows at AngieAustinRadio.com. Now, here's Angie Austin with The Good News. Hello, friend. It is Angie Austin here with The Good News. The Good News gals are here, Cindy, Monique, and Michelle, and also producer Dave. And we have a really cool good news story to share with you. I love stories about kids uh, being, uh, you know, maybe their circumstances aren't good through no fault of their own. And I'm already seeing with my own children through stories they share, and we've talked about it here on the show as well, because many of us have kids between elementary and high school age, and all three, you know, through all three schools levels, um, where they're already seeing or saying or even discriminating against kids because of their socioeconomic status. Like somehow, oh, well, they're poor or they're rich. Well, we've said we here before, like they're nothing because it's the parents. It has nothing to do with the kids. And uh, when kids who come from difficult situations and less finan- financial means, uh, I love it when their eyes are opened that their opportunity should not be limited by their parents' financial status. And that's kind of what this story deals with that we're going to share, and then we're going to discuss it. Does that sound good? Yes. Ladies and gentlemen. So, Dave, did I describe that well enough? This is a woman who teaches kids that the sky's the limit, opens their eyes to careers in flight. Right, right, literally. So she takes kids from the inner city of Chicago, and she brings them out to these uh, airports, and she shows them airplanes, and she lets them fly in airplanes, and she teaches them how, and they kind of, a lot of them start becoming pilots. And the one kid in the in the video, he actually has gone through the program, and now he's actually a pilot. Now he's showing the other kids. He's like the second generation of this wow. person, so it's really cool. Really cool. Good to see you. Welcome. These kids are going on a field trip like no other. There's actually two computers here. Getting a backstage tour of United Airlines at Chicago O'Hare. Where are we right now on this? One of the world's busiest airports. 11-year-old Roderick Mack is part of Aerostars, a program to get African-American students excited about aviation. I'm be an airline pilot and fly this kind of plane. I love the smell of jet fuel. I love the sound of engines. Aerostar's founder, Tamara Holmes, will never forget the flight she took as a teenager with a local chapter of the Tuskegee Airmen. All of these black guys with airplanes giving free airplane rides to kids, and I'm like, no way. This cannot be real. This cannot be Chicago. This is for stability. She became an airport planner and is now inspiring students to become pilots, engineers, air traffic controllers, and more. This is the altimeter. 15-year-old Nashaya Turner is determined to be part of aviation's next generation. It's just so easy and natural getting in the pilot seat and, you know, taking over. Clear prop. 20-year-old Michael Hogue already has his pilot's license. I tell Ms. Holmes all the time that she changed my life. You're going to press the takeoff button. This college student is also an instructor. Him being able to give back in the way that I gave back, in the way that the Tuskegee Airmen gave back to me, speaks directly to continuing the legacy. It's humbling for me to know 
Then we pass the torch. I just love that. I mean, just mm-hmm. that they, it opens their eyes to opportunities. I, I was talking to someone recently, and they were talking about these um, college programs for middle schoolers where they, at this young age, you know, maybe seventh, sixth or seventh grade, um, open their eyes to college. And it's like, why so young? Well, to let them know that soon their grades are going to have an impact on whether or not they're even able to get into a college, but also that even if they didn't have a parent that went to college, that uh, that doesn't mean they can't. And it mm-hmm. opens their eyes to the opportunities, you know? Right. Our youth is our future. And uh, my husband and I, we believe in investing in our youth and in education because that's where our future is going to stem. Mm-hmm. And so to inspire on that level is powerful. It is. And there's lots of wonderful programs out there that mm-hmm. uh, uh, in I know in aerospace specifically um, that teach kids, no gender in particular, um, that they can be pilots, they can be engineers, they can do whatever they dream. Mm-hmm. And it's there for, for the taking. I think as many resources as, as they have for the kids, I mean, you could also use equal resources for the parents of these kids. Because I think a lot of times children, of course, they don't know of their opportunities. They only know what's in front of them. But their parents also don't That's know. That's a good point. They come yeah. from generations of people that have only gone, gone so high and they can't imagine any other level. You know what I mean? They can't imagine. Yeah, they don't even believe they're worthy of it. Well, I was one of those kids. Allowed to do that? Yeah. I was, that's my story. Hmm. My parents didn't ever dream of, you know, levels that I went way beyond. Right. And I didn't hear it at home. Hmm. That you could do that. See, that's important. No, I heard it on the outside. That's really important to hear that. It is. And you, you know what I think? To I also think that a lot of trade programs should be put back in the schools because everybody's not college material. And let's just be real about it. Some kids don't want to go to college. But like we talked about earlier in the week, they have gifts um, where they can fix cars, you know, gifts of other trades right that or they can make a good living yeah and that they, they need uh, fewer uh, years in schooling mm-hmm. and can come out and make a good living right yeah and so when I was in school we had to take workshop where we had to build a work uh, birdhouse and learn how to to do carpentry work and we had to take um a food service class where we had to learn how to cook i took that class. yeah we had to take those classes (laughs) but now the kids they don't have to take them right it's like everybody that's a good point everybody is pointing towards college and there was a suicide of a kid in orange county who was very talented and he said that he felt so much pressure. I don't know if it was in, I think it was in a letter that he'd written mm-hmm. about the pressure that he faced. And it made the parents and the principal of this high-end Orange County, California school where this kid excelled and the pressure that he felt to excel um, really like realize what you just said. Not every kid is college material. And even if they are, maybe that's not what they want. I just did an interview with IBM, and they have um, blue-collar, white-collar, new-collar. And the new-collar program, they told me, in fact, you know what, Dave, we're going to have them on the show. And so we're going to talk to them. Um, in fact, um, they what they talked about was 
this new program with IBM that only 10% of what they need for their new hiring comes from graduates in the four-year degree pool, and that, that 90% of the other positions they can fill through training or programs that you don't need a four-year degree. Mm. And so they're calling that new collar. And I said, wow, that is so cool. Blue collar, white collar, and new collar. This is, these are like programs where maybe you learn to code or do other things, program, and you don't need to go to school for four years to do that. And I think we've become snobby as a country and that we think all these kids have to go to college. Now, granted, if my kid decides he wants to be a personal trainer, I would rather he own the company that, you know, that has a personal training business than just be a – like you can still think bigger – Right. And 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 be and have a job that doesn't take a four year degree, yeah. and it can become your business, you know. Right. And like Miss Cindy was saying earlier in the week, like I have I have a master's degree, but when I came out of school, it was like, well, do you want to work in finance? I'm like, mm, no, thank you. I don't want to work in finance. And I, but I just wanted to learn how to have my own business. That's what my degree is in business administration. I wanted to learn so that I can have my own business. Just like you just said, I don't want to work in finance. There's certain things I knew I didn't want to do. So, but I did that to be able to create my own. Mm -hmm. And so that's what some of our kids, like you were saying, if your son wanted to be a personal trainer, you're going to say, okay, that's fine. But, shoot don't don't shoot for working at a gym yeah Mm -hmm. shoot to have your own yeah i like this concept of new collar um i think uh all human beings we all want a purpose that's something that we humanly desire and uh in our competitive world it's hard for some people I'll speak for our youth to even find what their purpose is in the competitive world we live in, Mm -hmm, okay, and to be given a chance at it, even if they would be good at it. Mm -hmm. So to open that field, the playing field up, and give more of people a purpose and a job is a powerful thing. Well, and you don't have to be a Rhodes Scholar or Bill Gates and have a ton of money to make a difference. We've talked a lot on this show about the power of one. And here's one woman in Chicago that saw some Tuskegee Airmen as a kid, and then she became an airport planner. And then she realized, wow, just that one experience opened my eyes to a career in, you know, the, the airline field. And so now she's She's, she doesn't have a ton of money. She doesn't have anything special that you and I don't have. And she's like mentoring these kids by opening up um, this this door to showing them what, you know, this field is like. And that that the young man who's, you know, a pilot or is talking about that, you know, that, hey, she helped me and now I'm going to help other kids. And that we can mentor children. We can volunteer. We can make a difference. And I've talked a lot lately about people. We complain about the way our country is, but let's do something about it. And you know, it's hard to find the time with all the sports and everything else, but taking our kids to a shelter or working at um, the Faith and I recently worked at a food bank, and um, I've taken the kids to um, a women's shelter a couple of times to volunteer and in, um, an older um, folks' um, home facility. And then we took them, I think one of the most moving places that we volunteered was not um, just the mission, which they've done several times at the rescue mission, but it was a, um, a temporary facility for homeless families and they could only stay there a short period of time so they'd basically been rescued off the streets and put there and I remember we were doing s'mores and we were sitting around the fire and my son will never forget that 
one of the girls, she didn't know how to make s'mores. She'd never made them, and they were the same age. And she tried to stick the cracker or the graham cracker onto the stick. And he came over and sat next to me, and he said that I made her a s'more because she didn't know how to do it, and she'd never made one before. I said, well, honey, I was talking to her mom. They've been living under a bridge, so for her to have a fire is different than, like, when we have a fire at home at the house and make s'mores. They have a different life than you have. They had been living in Burger King. Her old boss let them sleep at, in one of the, you know, in, like, the... um on the tables, on the, on the benches. And then before it would open, she'd have to get out with the kids and then get them ready for school. And then um, then they lived under a bridge for a while. And then she said they got moved into this temporary shelter. And I think that um, if we want our kids to learn to care about others, then we have to make the effort as parents. And it's a hassle. Let's be honest. It's a hassle to plan on a Friday night to go, you know, 30 or 40 or an hour away from your house with all of your kids and they're arguing in the back seat and you're going to this shelter and then you get out and then when they get back in the car, they're different kids. They're not the jerks you took to the shelter that were fighting in the back over a piece <laughs> of gum. I love that. They're not. Way to keep it. Or working. having the yeah. same nail color and who got it first. Right. That's yeah. what I heard um, last week, all week. Um, you, I went first and then you got my nail color. Well, I didn't see what nail color you had. I'm like, girls, people are hungry in the world and you are <laughs> fighting over a nail color. Let's get They're very together. privileged. And many of you listening, your kids and grandkids are as well. So how do we teach them to be good citizens? Well, we have to make the sacrifice ourselves and it's hard to find the time to do the right thing and to help others and be kind to others. It has to be a priority. It's hard. Yeah. Truly. Truly. And you won't always get the treatment you want. When when Faith and I volunteered for the <laughs> the food shelter recently, there's this really mean guy, and I said to the volunteer lady, I said, and the Faith was like, "Wow, he was mean." I said to the lady that was like heading it up, I'm like, "Wow, that guy was really a jerk to us." You know, Faith was like, "You can have one bakery good, and then you can choose one from the cookies." And he looked at her and started piling all this stuff into his cart. And I was, and then she's like, and then he gave us like a dirty look and he was like, you know, just, I mean, when I say dirty look, it was like one of the dirty looks, dirtiest looks I've ever received. <laughs> and then um, she goes, yeah, he's pretty surly. He just does what he wants, you know, at the food bank. He takes whatever he wants. We might have to kick him out of here. And I said to um, Faith, I said, you know, when you're kind to others, they're not always kind back uh -huh. to you. And that doesn't mean you can't be kind to others. You still have to, sometimes you have to teach people how to be kind to others. Right. You know, so it's not always fun to volunteer. Yeah. I've had many experiences volunteering and was not that much fun. Yeah. yeah. It was funny too because the guy that was um, volunteering next to me, whenever a cute girl would come in, he'd get out a giant container of cheese balls. And he kept like the cheese balls hidden. It was like a, it was like the, <laughs> have you ever seen those giant barrels of cheese balls? Yeah. And whenever a cute girl would come through the food bank line and be like, mm-hmm, I got something for you. And I go, I'll bet you he's getting the cheese balls out for you. Or the Ritz crackers. Oh he also, it was hilarious that he was like, he would uh, save Angie. the cheese balls for the cute girls. And I am cracking up at like just this whole interesting atmosphere at the food bank. And then they actually came up to me and Faith and said, do you want to go through the line? Because the majority of the people that volunteer at that food bank, they oh, actually they need homeless. the food. Mm -hmm. And they have gone there themselves and want to give back. And so they volunteer. I said, no, we're good. And then people kept coming through saying, like, it's your turn. You can go through the food bank line. And Faith's like, I want some of that candy. I'm like, we have candy at home. You are fine. You are not going through the food bank line. But it's just funny that, not funny, it's wonderful. It is wonderful. People who are 
truly in need are giving their whole day. And it was a, it's a long day. Like I thought it was over at like noon. You go early in the morning and then like maybe you're packaging up, you know, two breads in a bag or like you're putting fruit in a bag and you get everything prepped. And then you go into one of these shipping containers and then you oversee, like we oversee the, we oversaw the baked goods and, you know, so people don't just come in and load up and you help them and chit chat with them. And, I don't know if I told you, but there was a Russian woman who didn't speak English, and she prays with each person. And I had tears running down the corner of my eyes. I couldn't understand her, of course. And she puts her hand on your head, and then a lady interprets. And she just wants, She said she feels very passionately that this is life-saving for her to come to this food bank. Wow. And she wants to pray for every single person who works here. And then she prayed for, like, Faith and her family, put her hand right on Faith's head, my little girl, and then and prayed for us. And the woman interpreted it. And it was so moving to me mm-hmm. what she had to say about how grateful she she was like she made the whole experience worth it for me because she cared about us it was really that really touched my heart wow that's beautiful yeah and she that really is. needed the help and there's some people who walk through that you're like questioning whether they need the help and then they'll have they'll like go load up their car and then they come back with another family member and do it again so yeah. you know what when you have a money tree or a food tree there are going to people that shake it and take advantage of it but you have to let them through in order to get to the people to help the people that really do need the help Right. So you can't get hung up on the people that don't need the help who are there. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's hard. Like I was saying a few weeks back on the um, radio that it's hard sometimes because we assume like people who live in our neighborhood, mm-hmm. but it's taking all they can to live in that neighborhood neighborhood to be able to send their children to the best schools that will prepare them for college. I was just back home and I was talking to um, a girl and she was saying how the high school that I went to, how the kids are now so unprepared for college that they're receiving athletic scholarships, but academically they're unable to perform. Uh So they're having to go back home because the, the, the neighborhood kicked out of school, they're getting kicked out of school. They can't do the papers and they can't read the textbooks. They're not prepared there. So you got to think about the families who sacrifice to bring their children to the, 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 neighborhoods where the better schools are so that they can be prepared for just to get into a college or to get into a trade program because a lot of the schools who have less money they're not they can't they're not preparing the kids or they can't prepare them they don't have the resources to i have a problem with that so it is so like public school I mean, it it should be the same for everybody, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Rather, it whether it's an be. inner city school or Period. not, yeah. and not just keep moving them up, you know, when exactly. they can't. Exactly, it shouldn't matter where you form. live. Mm-hmm. The kind of public education that you get. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you went to a public hospital in a certain area, should you, should you get like crappy service or crappy care or doctors with no education? It doesn't make any sense to me. Mm-mm. It's 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 sad, but. It, it happens and it perpetuates where people are in their current their status in the yeah. world do you yeah. know what i'm saying like how do you move up if like from the beginning you've got somebody's thumb on you do you know what right I mean? right yeah yeah it's not right it's well, it's not you know i think that um it, michelle i think you actually had going to private catholic schools more opportunities than the other three of us here and, you know, in terms of, you know, education, I went to public schools and Cindy, Me too, you mentioned public. earlier, yeah, that your parents didn't really push you to strive for more or to aim for college or anything like that. And Monique, you were raised by your grandmother 
and then you did go on to do more. But I, I think that, um, uh, the grace of God, you know, yeah. uh, helped me definitely get it, it through. It was only by the grace of God with me as well. The only thing I'll say positive is you know, about, you know, when people come from, when you come from nothing or not much, yeah. I mean, you do better for the next generation. So my parents, I mean, my mom grew up in Brooklyn in, uh, what do you call it? I can't remember. Public housing or? Public housing, yeah. She lived in public housing with a single mom. Her father passed when she was young. And when we moved to Montbello from Colorado Springs, because my dad was in the military, things started to kind of go a little yeah, turn for better. the worse after a while. And they didn't want for me to happen, the same things to happen to me that happened to them growing up in school, you know, in public housing where they were, because they saw what happened. They saw all these friends get killed and not they want it better for you and exactly. now you have better for your kids exactly yeah it's uh it definitely is um a good feeling to be able to provide better for your kids mm-hmm. than maybe you know we were provided for for sure all right we'll be right back with the good news the good news of jesus for you in high definition radio and streaming at 670kltt.com this is kltt commerce city denver God's Glory Boxes were started to help spread the glory of God, support Christian artists, and feed the hungry. At God's Glory Boxes, they get things from artists worldwide who share their love of God through their art, like paintings, jewelry, t-shirts, and pillowcases. Here's how it works. Go to the website godsglorybox.com. Choose a one-month, three-month, six-month, or 12-month subscription. Use the promo code GOODNEWS5 for $5 off a one-month subscription or GOODNEWS10 for $10 off a longer subscription. You can get God's Glory Boxes for yourself or as a gift, cancel whenever you want, and the best part is that for each box sold, God's Glory Boxes will donate five meals to hungry people in the community. Help spread God's glory today by starting your subscription at godsglorybox.com. And remember to use the promo codes GOODNEWS5 or GOODNEWS10 to take advantage of your special good news discount. Hi, it's Angie. Hey, do you have a lot of things around your house you want to get rid of? My husband wants me to get rid of anything and everything that is in his way. 303-238-JANE. I love ARC. They help people in our community. Every dollar you spend helps and everything you donate helps. 303-238-JANE. They bring a truck right to my house. I actually have them come every month or two and it is so helpful to get that place cleaned out because you know what? My husband's a lot nicer to me when I donate things and who better to donate to than ARC? 303-238-JANE and arcthrift.org for a location near you if you just want to drop a few things off and do a little shopping. Arcthrift.org, shopping with a purpose. I love Arc. Hi, it's Angie. Thanks so much for listening to The Good News. If you like The Good News program and you'd like to support us, we need to partner up with businesses to keep this show going. I'd really like to keep it on the air and I need advertisers in order to do that. And I'd love to partner with you and help you build your business or your website. Maybe you're a nonprofit and you'd like to do an interview and you'd like to donate to us so that we can help you get donations as well. AngieAustinRadio.com AngieAustinRadio.com Just click on Contact Me. I would love to partner up with you. I think this is a great program. We've been on the air for about seven years now, and I think a lot of people have gotten a ray of sunshine and some faith and even a little fun from this program. So if you'd like to support us, please go to AngieAustinRadio.com. We would like to help you build your business or nonprofit as well. AngieAustinRadio.com and click on contact. 
I'd love to hear from you, and I'd love to help you build your business. Welcome back. Angie Austin here. You know, we think very highly of veterans on our program. I've got my brother as well. They went to West Point Military Academy and other the Marines, my dad in the Air Force. So we've got quite a few branches in our own family. And we're honored to have joining us Mike Kelly, Assistant Vice President, USAA Military Advocacy, and Elizabeth O'Brien, the Senior Director of the Hiring Our Heroes Military Spouse Program. Uh, Can't wait to talk about what you all do and how we can better support our veterans. Welcome to both of you. Hello. Good morning. Thank you. Great to be here. All right, Mike, let's start with you. What are some ways that, you know, we can support veterans in our community, you know, uh, whether it be large acts or small acts, what can we do? Well, there's lots of ways to get involved. Uh, We have some resources uh, on USAA.com slash Veterans Day that will allow people to explore ways to get involved, whether it's volunteering with a military organization like the American Legion or the VFW, or possibly contributing to nonprofits that support the military community. So there's lots of ways to get involved. Actually, one of the easiest and best ways is to participate in this V for Veterans Day campaign that allows us to recognize the 20 million living veterans that served our country past and present an amazing number. All right, Elizabeth, uh, the Senior Director of Hiring Our Heroes Military Spouse Program. Uh, what are the objectives of the program? I'm really interested in hearing more about this. We're working hard every day to make sure transitioning service members, veterans, and military spouses have an opportunity to seek meaningful career, opportun- uh, career paths. Um, And so we know right now that veteran unemployment stands at 2.9 percent. The country has rallied uh, and raised their hands and and welcomed service members home and and provided them meaningful employment. Uh, But conversely, military spouses, their unemployment rate stands at four times the rate of the national average. Um, And so we need America to to rise to the challenge the same way they did for veterans. So we want to make sure that we are providing clear paths and opportunities through a variety of programming at Hiring Our Heroes. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, so uh, let's talk about, you know, the the hiring, the training, and the helping veterans and their spouses. I just had this conversation with my uh, husband yesterday uh, when he was having difficulty hiring people, and I'm like, have you thought about hiring veterans? And I didn't even, you know, didn't enter my mind about the spouses having difficulty as well, but I said, they're trained to do all the things that you tell me that the young millennials you're trying to hire won't do, like be on time and, you know, have a commitment and perseverance and things like that. To me, I'm like, it's a no-brainer. You've got to look into that pool to hire. Absolutely. And we know veterans, transitioning service members, military spouses have a core set of values that make any company bigger, stronger, and faster, right? Um, and so we want to bring those resources and make sure employers and small businesses across America realize that these resources exist. Um, and, and under our programming, whether you're looking for um, somebody to come in and, and be a part of a corporate fellowship program, and um, you can take an active duty service member, their last 90 days of service, and, and they work for industry, uh, external to the military or um, as they're transitioning out, making sure they have a path um, to meaningful employment. So there's a variety of ways to, to engage and hire a veteran spouse or transitioning service member. Now, Mike, I'll turn this question to you. Uh, this Veterans Day marks the 100th anniversary. And, you know, some people just think it's a day when, you know, the bank is closed. They don't really understand, you know, the meaning per se. So can you give us a little history of Veterans Day and, you know, specifically why we celebrate it to make us all really understand why this is so important to, to honor our vets? Absolutely. Uh, it's especially uh important this year as we celebrate the 100th anniversary of the end of World War One, 
which was initially called Armistice Day. So it was the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month, signifying the end of World War One. So uh, Veterans Day, which it became known as in uh, the early 1950s, is a way to recognize those people who served our country in uniform, uh, past and present, to recognize them for their service and sacrifice. Now, in terms of, you know, social media being a way that we can kind of, you know, start a movement in terms of honoring people, because so it's such a great way to spread uh, sentiment quickly and make people aware. Um, this question is really for both of you. Uh, the hashtag honor through action social media movement. Is there someone that each of you is supporting this year by writing that V on your hands? Uh, yep, I'm supporting uh, the, the great father to my three beautiful children, uh, Justin Gorkowski, who is currently serving in the U.S. Army. And I'm honoring my father, uh, Richard T. Kelly, uh, who served as an Army Air Corps sergeant uh, in the late 40s, uh, who inspired me to join the Air Force. Well, I think I'll honor my brother Bryce, who served in the Marines, and we. Uh, and after he came out, he was killed, and he uh, was 32. So I think I'll do it as well. So I so appreciate the two of you uh, joining us and uh, making us more aware of uh, how we can honor our veterans, why it's so important, and it's not just a day the bank was closed, and that this is also a great hiring pool, the veteran and the spouse as well. Where can we go to get more info about the social media campaign and more? Uh, for the social media campaign, we'd love folks to visit usaa.com slash Veterans Day. You'll find out more about the uh, V campaign there and also resources that uh, the American public can connect to to volunteer, to contribute to military nonprofit organizations. Liz has some great info on hiring our heroes. Yep. If you're looking to uh, hire um, a transitioning service member, veteran, or military spouse, head on over to hiringourheroes.org, and you can find out when we're going to be in a city near you. Excellent. Well, thank you both. It was a real blessing to have you on the program. Thank you, and thanks for your uh, strong military connection. Thank you. Angie Austin here. Welcome back. Well, if you are a veteran or you have a veteran in your life that you love, it's time to reevaluate the health care options for veterans. You know, a lot of people have the misconception that, oh, well, I'm covered by the VA. That's what my brother thought, so I don't need anything additional. Well, I think you'll want to hear from someone who knows better, Ed Sandrick. He is the director of the Veterans Channel at Humana. Welcome, Mr. Ed Sandrick. Hi, Ed. Good morning, Angie. How are you today? Quite well. You know, we're. I'm, I didn't go to the military, but I've got a West Pointer. My dad was in the Air Force, another brother in the Marines. And so this is something close to my heart, and we have a lot of respect on our program for veterans. We do a lot to promote them and thank them and encourage them. So let's talk about uh, why they may need to look into more than just VA coverage. Well, first of all, thank, thank you and your family for your contribution, their service. That, that is awesome. Thank you. Well, as, as you know, we're in the, in the midst of the Medicare open enrollment period, the annual enrollment period, which began October 15th. It closes December the 7th, Friday, December 7th, for plans to go into effect on January 1st. Anybody that's eligible for Medicare ought to be considering you know, the cost of the plans, premiums, deductibles, uh, co-payments, maximum out-of-pocket costs, those kind of things. Uh, also, the uh, providers, uh, the physicians and hospitals that are in the network. Oftentimes, you're going to find your your doctor and hospital in the network, and you, you want to make sure that you check that before you jump into a plan. Medications and drug formularies are important. That's a list of drugs that a Medicare Advantage prescription drug plan would cover. 
And we all ought to remember that original Medicare alone does not cover uh, prescription drugs. Um, we ask our, our veterans and all of our Medicare eligibles to consider their health care expenses from the prior year and, and try to understand or, or predict what their expenses may be in the future, because all that plays into the kind of uh, financial considerations they, they would have relative to choosing a plan. Uh, for veterans, um, there's a lot of misconceptions about Medicare out there, and there's a, a lot of that uh, among the veteran population, over 65. Many veterans who get their health care at the VA, or some of it anyway, uh, believe or have been told that they don't need to sign up for Part B of Medicare. Uh, and that may be true for a while, but when they do want to uh, enter into the original Medicare realm or Medicare Advantage, and they had not yet signed up for Part B, they would be subject to penalties. So they need to be considering that. And always, you know, go to the experts, uh, www.medicare.gov, uh, www.humanamedicare.com, or simply call 1-800-MEDICARE. Uh, plenty of uh, experts there to help. Yeah, real simple. Uh, you know, if you're not uh, computer savvy, like my mom, for instance, you've got the 1-800-MEDICARE, which makes it simple as well. Are there common misconceptions, you think, regarding the need uh, to look into this? Well, um, when a veteran is going to the VA for some of their health care, they think, some think, that uh, they would jeopardize their VA health care if they were to look to original Medicare or Medicare Advantage. Oh. The two, the two are very separate. They don't work together. They don't interfere with one another. Um, those that those veterans in particular who are eligible for for VA healthcare benefits are, are eligible, entitled. They've earned them. Similarly, they've earned and are entitled to the benefits they have under Medicare. Now, in terms of so uh, you could have. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, you, you so you could have a Medicare Advantage plan, which would be which would be a great supplement to the healthcare that that uh, somebody is getting through the VA. Well, in terms of money, a lot of times this comes down to cost. Is there a way to save money by actually spending money to get additional coverage? Well, many of the Medicare Advantage plans out there have zero premiums. I mean, that's hard to believe. Uh, a lot of people say, uh, do a double take, and I need to understand that. But they do have plans out there that uh, actually uh, the cost doesn't kick in until the until the uh, member is actually using it. So there are zero premium plans, and some of them also include prescription drug coverage. Interesting. And real quickly, because I think this part confuses my mom when she's looking into all of this. What are the differences between A, B, C, and D? Right. Yeah, the ABCs of Medicare. Uh, Medicare Part A covers services and supplies that are considered medically necessary uh, to treat a disease or a condition, including hospital care, uh, nursing home care, home health services, and, and hospice. Part B, which I mentioned earlier, covers everything um, covered under Part A as well as preventive services. That's typically, that is where the physician services are covered. And as I mentioned earlier, many veterans, uh, because of the scuttlebutt that they've heard, don't uh, sign up for Part B, and when they do want to enter the Medicare realm, uh, they may be subject to a penalty. Part C is Medicare Advantage, and that's where uh, Humana comes in and other companies like Humana. In a Medicare Advantage plan, Part C, you're partnering with a private insurer, insurer like Humana. Um, the Medicare Advantage plans cover all the benefits that are covered by original Medicare Parts A and B, but often consider or are uh, included additional benefits. Um, they're predictable co-payments and lower uh, or no deductibles. 
maximum out-of-pocket protection uh, on all plans. Most of the programs are designed to improve health and help manage chronic conditions. Um, they offer extra benefits for dental, hearing, and vision, fitness center memberships, yeah. and uh, nurse, nurse advice lines 24 hours a day. So there's a lot in there. I mean, that word advantage is there for a reason. Mm -hmm. uh, the Medicare Advantage does, does provide an advantage. All right, let's get those websites again. And as you mentioned, the phone number, 800-MEDICARE, and then Medicare.gov, and the Humana site? Right. Uh, Humana site is www.humanamedicare.com. Excellent. Thank you so much, Ed. And, uh, Naperville. Go Naperville. I know you're from that Illinois area. <laughs> Go Naperville. Thank you. Thanks, <laughs> That's a good plug. Take care, Angie. <laughs> Bye. Hey, it's Angie with the good news. You've heard me talk about God's glory box, and you've heard the ads on the show. Um, really wants Christians to support Christians. So this is a Christian show, and uh, Christian artists we have on, a lot of authors and uh, uh, performers, etc. And I, so I love the idea of working with God's glory box. So it's a monthly reminder of God's glory and inside beautiful gifts. I find it very economical and the gifts can then be given to your friends or you can keep them kind of exciting to open it every month because you never know exactly what you're going to get. And I've got Jake, Glenn and Shahab back. Uh, Jake Tetralt is the CEO and Glenn Noel COO and Shahab is uh, the CFO. And I know you think I can't say your last name, Shahab, but it's a Maslahati. See, I got it down. And so, uh, I don't. I just think this is great, you guys. I'm really proud of you. And I, I have to be honest. I thought you'd be older. You're you know, young. We're off to a quick start. So. You are. That's great. Hey, that's God's glory right there. That gives us a little more time to perfect the whole process. <laughs> I <over>. love it. <laughs> and more energy to do it to be a startup, which you know you've it done takes, quite well. You're a couple yeah. years in. It's taken a whole lot of energy. You know, every single day it's something new. Uh, being an entrepreneur, but I wouldn't trade it in for anything else. You know, it's a. It's like the ultimate game. It's a full of challenges, but whenever you get the response back from the customers and uh, whenever we read our reviews and things like that, it really justifies all the hard work. Any stories for um, any of the three of you that you know have touched your heart about? You know, uh, last time I interviewed Shahabi, mentioned wearing a Christian shirt. You know, that came out of the box, and people were stopping him and commenting on it, which I do when I realize someone else is a Christian. I'll chat with them. I love supporting other Christians as well, which you do through your products, but any positive stories that have come out of the, you know, the boxes, people receiving them, opening them, et cetera? Yeah, absolutely. Um, this is Glenn. I, I handle most of the customer service. And, you know, one story that really struck me was recently someone received their box amidst all the hurricane and the weather in the Southeast. And they said that, you know, even though they were not in their home, they were able to, you know, kind of get together with their family and open that box and, you know, kind of create a new memory. And it really kind of took them away from the strife that they were experiencing. And so for that person to come and share that with me and us was like really special. And, you know, we kind of, that's what we're trying to do is cre create memories for people. And, you know, although they're all going to share the box together, every box has a couple shareable items, basically duplicates so that you can go and share that with a, another family member or a friend or, you know, someone who maybe is struggling as well. And so like, it's just really positive all around and it's really cool to hear those stories. Well, and I love the idea of, you know, the gifts because 
first of all, when Christians are hurting, it means a lot for them to get the inspiration from script, Scripture, but also friends who may not be Christian that you can you know talk to a little bit about it and maybe give them something that's motivational uh, with Scripture. Um, and I like the idea that it kind of provides you with the box full of items that you can keep and or give away, and that it's something that everyone can afford. And I'll give you a discount code in just a minute, but it's also very affordable. When we break it down, like the one I'm looking at right now, it's basically um, comes down to, I, I couldn't buy these items individually for what they are in here. Some of them like maybe 5 to $7 a piece, uh, whereas I think I would spend more like, they're like half what I would pay for them at least in the store. Yeah, definitely. These vendors, they do a good job of working with us yes. on the wholesale so that we can actually uh, provide a quality product at a decent price. Yeah. If you tried to look for these items individually, I believe a lot of them, you know, like a shirt is going to cost around $20 by itself. Or the necklace. I could have paid as much for this by itself. I believe those sell for 15 to $20 on Etsy right now. That's a Porter box. She's amazingly talented. Oh, it's a beautiful. The, the necklace is uh, Blessed Is She who has believed that the Lord would fulfill his promises to her from Luke. And um, I just, it's beautiful. I mean, that's, uh, that's my favorite thing in the box, but then I see the earrings that my daughter would love. So I love the idea that I have a lot of you know guests come through the good news, and that's what we do is we share our testimonies, our Christian faith, and the positive news even taking place out in the world. Mm -hmm. And so the idea of sharing gifts like these with my friends is really appealing to me because many of them give me things like this and it really makes me feel good. Shahab, you haven't said anything yet. Oh, I know. I'm sorry. I'm just listening. <laughs> oh, wait, you, but you, you <laughs> remind me of the, you're the classic um, CFO. Um, but I love the fact, first of all, it's cool because Shahab's sister is one of my uh, close friends and uh, she knows I'm a Bible thumping Christian. And I love it that Shahab, you are too. And that we've got her trapped. Oh, you know I what I mean? Try. <laughs> yep. So she said to me, I have the perfect thing for you. She's like, it's God's glory box. So she introduced us, and now we're working together. And I just feel so blessed that God works in very interesting ways like that. Absolutely. And that even to present these gifts from God's glory box to friends who are Christian or not Christian, I think is going to bring more people to Christ to you know, start conversations, to wear the shirt that has a Christian mes message or scripture, or to share a necklace with a friend that may think it's beautiful but may uh, not really be familiar with the scripture in Luke that is there. So I want to make sure that you have the website, and we also have a discount code for you. And also by supporting them, you're supporting me because I'm working with them. So if you like the good news and you like listening to the program, uh, please support these guys. Check out a box. You can do one month if you want to see what it's like first. Uh, it's good news five. That's the code. And Shahab said, I'll send one to you, Angie, and you can check it out. And I loved it. And then one of my dear friends got one as well, and he shared it with a, a, a caregiver. And he said she was so touched by receiving the box that it really made her feel special. And he said, I knew she'd like it because she always has that Christian programming on her TV when I come over. So she loved it. Uh, Godsglorybox.com. 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 Good News 5 for a $5 discount on one month. And then Good News 10 if you want to get one of the longer uh, subscriptions for 3, 6, or 12 months. It's Good News 10. Good News 10. And it's godsglorybox.com. Thank you, guys. And thank uh, God bless you for the work you're doing. Thank you very so much. much. Hi. 
Hi, it's Angie. Hey, would you like to donate items? You know, maybe some old sporting equipment, old furniture, old clothing. You'd like the tax write-off. You'd like to help others, but it's kind of a hassle to gather it all up and drop it off, and you're just too busy. Well, guess what? Bark Thrift Stores, they will come right to you, to your house, pick up your items, and leave you your tax write-off donation form. How do you do that? Call 303 303- 238-JANE, 238-5263. And again, all of these items that you donate, they help people right in our own community. They help people with intellectual and developmental disabilities. And what better thing to do with your items that you no longer need than to help others? I shop at ARC all the time. I get my kids sporting equipment, gotten a rocking chair. I've gotten boots there. I have a purse that's amazing that still had the tags on it. It's a coach bag, and I got it at ARC. I shop there, and I help others, and I donate my items about once every month or two and I call 303-238-JANE and they come right to my house with a truck and they pick everything up. Here, check it out. Again, 303-238-JANE. YMCA of the Rockies is the place to take your family. It's like a destination vacation in your own backyard. This year at SS Park Center, we'll be hosting family snowshoe hikes, backcountry ski meetups, outdoor winter survival trainings, winter ecology hikes, and much more. We'll have guest speakers, excursions for every level of experience, and demos by popular mountaineering equipment brands. Visit ymcarockies.org for more information. That's ymcarockies.org. O-R-G. Well, hello, hello, hello. It's producer Dave. I'm sitting in for Angie. Um, I had a really important interview I want to talk to you about. One of our favorite places that we like to go, one of our favorite things that we like to share about every uh, uh, here on The Good News is YMCA. Our friends up at YMCA, they've been friends for a long, long time. Um, not only that, but they're both a huge part of our of our lives, both mine and Angie's life. I was a counselor when I was growing up. I went to two different YMCAs. YMCA was such a huge part of my life. It helped to build so much character. And now we get a talk to the people who run it. And, uh, and you know, right now is a really good time because the Nordic Center up at Snow Mountain Ranch is one of the most beautiful places in the whole world is is in you know it's up near Grand Lake in Granby and it's one of the most beautiful most amazing places that you can possibly go but not only that the Nordic Center is got so much to do and so much for everybody so it doesn't matter who you are your skill level who anything like that you'll be able to find something to do and today we're talking to our good friend at YMCA Bill Pierce and he's our resident expert on what happens at the Nordic Center and he's here to tell us all about it hey how are you doing today Bill I'm good. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me on today. Yeah, awesome. It's so great to ha- great to have you. We love the YMCA here, and um, and I know. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about? I don't know really much about the Nordic Center, so why don't you tell us a little bit about what we can find there and uh, why it's so important that we go up there? So the Nordic the Nordic Center is probably the main activity area um, at Snow Mountain Ranch from uh, mid November until mid April. Uh, we have over 120 kilometers of cross-country skiing, snowshoeing, and fat bike trails. Um, we groom approximately 30 to 40 kilometers of all those every single day. Um, so whether uh, you've never done one of those activities or you're experienced at competition in them, there's something for everyone here. We have rentals in, in every one of those activities and uh, enough for probably 500 people a day to come and rent and, and participate outside here. Wow, that's awesome. And I know snowshoeing is one of my personal favorite things to do. It's just so serene and beautiful, and it's just such a great way to get out, and it's like hiking when nobody else is around. But fat biking, that's kind of a new thing. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Have you tried that before? It seems dangerous. I have. Um, (laughs) What it is, it's basically mountain biking on snow, and 
the, they call them fat bikes because why a mountain bike might be a 2.0 tire or a 2.4. Uh, the fat bike tires, the fat bike tires are somewhere around uh, three and a half to five inches, and uh, we we run uh, four t- four inch tires at low pressure, and so basically, and that helps you stay the, up in the, the snow. The, the, Basically, the bikes float on the snow. <laughs> That's so cool. That seems so much fun. And uh, and uh, like always, YMCA is very, very affordable. doesn't matter, you know, uh, where you are. And, and luckily, Snow Mountain Ranch, too, not only is it a beautiful drive out to Granby, out by Grand, Grand Lake there, but... It is uh, it's affordable, you know, it's anyone can do this. And then plus there's always openings. There's so many things to do. And God, it's just such an amazing, amazing place. And I want to thank you for uh, for having it out there. And, uh, and like, can you tell us maybe my some of my listeners where they can find more information about it or what the, what to expect? So if maybe you, when they if get up you there? go to Snow, Snow Mountain Ranch and, and look under uh, events, activities, you'll find the Nordic Center and it posts everything from the uh, the hours that we open, um, daily rates for skiing or snowshoeing, rental fees, um, our lesson packages, everything is posted on the website. Uh, our opening day is only 12 days away on November 17th. Um, and to our surprise, we're already actually grooming and have uh, about 15, 20K groomed up for cross country right now. Uh, the shops are not open till the 17th, but you can come out here and get a day pass at our programs building and Take advantage of it right now if you want. We've had about 15 inches of snow so far this year, and it's like I said, we have 15k to 18k groomed up. Right, that's that's amazing. That's so much area. It's such a big place, and plus, it's very like I said, it's very affordable, and it's like going on a vacation in your own backyard. It's really not that far. Uh, it's really easy to get up there, and you know, even even though it's that easy, it's still one of the most beautiful drives you can do. Now, um, this is the YMCA up in Granby. Everybody get up there. You said it's so it's the website is actually YMCA Rocky Mountain dot org slash Snow Mountain Ranch. That's where you're going to find everything and you're going to be able to find all those activities and get up there and go visit Bill. Make sure when you go up there, say hi to Bill from us. Thank you very much for this time. Thank you for being on the, on the show today, Bill. We really, really appreciate it. And uh, we'll be talking to you next time. And hopefully I'll be up there pretty soon, too. Have a great afternoon. You Thanks. too. Now, thank you all for listening. Um, that was uh, everyone. It's so important to support our sponsors. Uh, we wouldn't be able to be on the air without the kind, the kindness, and the relationships that we have with people like Bill and Lisa up at the YMCA, and we love it up there. Go up there. It's you know, not only are you supporting us, you're supporting a good cause, but the YMCA is a time-honored place, and they've got a time-honored legacy. And it's just such a wonderful place to take your family, and you can spend a little bit of money and really have a huge, huge time. So thank you all, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to The Good News with Angie Austin. Find the podcast of past shows at AngieAustinRadio.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.